The shit's chess, it ain't checkers. If you're good at something, never do it for free. You think you're big time? Hey, yo, what up, everybody? It's your boy, the DRD. Welcome to the DRD Show. We're back at it again with a new episode. And for those who are new, all I do is review your favorite movies, your favorite TV shows, past or present, under 30 minutes or less. And as always, thank you for taking the time to listening to me. And thank you for subscribing and following us at social media, Instagram or Twitter, at the DRD Show. Yes, so without further ado, I need a bomb drop, please. Today, we're covering, once again, Marvel's What If. Now, the last time I covered it, um, I only covered the first episode, which was um, about Captain Carter. If, you know, they switched the roles around, if it wasn't Steve, it's, you know, Peggy Carter that became the super soldier. This time, um, since it's been a while, I'm going to be talking about episode two and also episode three. So episode two is if what if T'Challa became Star-Lord and episode three is what if the world lost as many as heroes. Now, I know for a fact, like these episodes are fire, like they're just great, but if I were to pick out so far out of the three, which had like a better episode, I would say it'll be between the first one and the third one. Now, I like the third one because it's like it's showing all the Avengers dying. Spoiler alert. That's right. I should have said that first, right? But whatever. Who cares? You know it's a damn spoiler is going to be on this. <laughs> so, we got that. And I, the reason why I like that, those two episodes, well, the, the first one was just, like, action-packed. I don't even know why a lot of people rated it, like, as a mediocre thing. And then the one, the second one, had a very good rating as well. Um, but I think I think this had more more depth to it, um, the, the, the third one that came out recently. Because it just brings you back to, like, Iron Man, I think the first Iron Man movie. No, was it the first Iron Man movie? The, f- the first two, and Thor, and then you know, and you have all these people like running around. We get Molnir dropped in, just like the first Thor movie, and he's just trying to retrieve it. So it's pretty interesting. And what I like to go over is with that episode, indeed, we got Samuel Jackson. Michael Douglas is on there with the voice. We got Frank Grillo. We got Clark Gregg as Gaging Colson. Jeremy Renner, sorry, as Clinton Barton. We got Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner. And of course, we got Tom Hiddleston as Loki. Everybody else is like, they're standing. Well, Jamie Alexander is back as Lady Sif, but she had like a, a small role. But there is somebody else. That's the other thing I've noticed from the other episodes. There's like a different voice played um, for Tony Stark and Natasha Romanoff. So it's, they have their moments where they have just complete different actors just voicing it for them, which is fine because man, they, like I said before in the first review I did, like they sure as hell sound like them. So big up to that. Like voice actors, man, like 
even though this is like a cakewalk for some of them like this is amazing work that they put in especially when you're trying to sound like somebody that that is not like and then we go back to the second episode which was more um heartwarming because we know that it is Chadwick Boseman's last time like portraying T'Challa but even though in this episode he just like um you know he became Star-Lord and then we got Michael Rooker as Yandu, Karen Gillian as Nebula, Jaman Hansu as Korath. We got Benicio Del Toro as The Collector, Josh Brolin as Thanos, even Kurt Russell as Ego, Chris Sullivan as Taserface, Sean Gunn as Kraglin, and Seth Green was Howard the Duck. I wonder if he was like that the other way. But see what I mean? Like they have, like at least this episode, had all the the key characters like playing their actual roles that they played in the movie so i'm gonna say like so far this whole series has been very impressive like i didn't know what to expect at first and it just blew me out of the water because it's just like expectations there were none and now it's like wow i'm like just curious to what else to do next and you know the take on T'Challa becoming Star-Lord that was also a dope story because you know Yandu and his men screwed up and they didn't even pick up Peter Quill so they just rolled with this guy and and the fact that we see Thanos turn a new leaf and then the collector is like basically the big boss so that was interesting and going to episode three what I found interesting there was again major spoiler alert we got michael douglas coming back in the picture as um hank pym but he's like the ant-man at this time but he was dressed a little different than ant-man he was more like dressed like the the dude the yellow jacket and he was actually out here murdering the avengers like this is crazy and then nick fury had no choice but to make an alliance with loki and then loki i guess gets what he wants he wants to rule earth as i guess he has he always wanted to in the original avengers movie and um let's see here we got we got we got that one scene with tony he's like in the donut tell him to get down same script everything tasha rolls in she injects him with the take away that weird thing that he's been working on but instead it kills him but little did we know is freaking Hank Pym in there, shrunk into size, and he's just like kills him. Same thing with uh, Hawkeye. He was supposed to um, hold his shot while Thor picked up the hammer because he wanted to see. Nick Fury wanted to see if he was, you know, if he could lift that shit because he's probably the owner of it, which is true. But again, Hank Pym came through, interrupted the shot, and made Clint go to jail for it so basically Clint Barton and Natasha Romanoff they're like on the run and we do get like a familiar scene from their from the first Hulk with Edward Norton there's like that little bridge scene like they're like in a like a glass corridor and he know he turns into the Hulk when um General Ross comes through with his army I thought we were gonna see the abomination guy come back but he didn't that's fine but we see the Hulk even die like he explodes but that's because 
again like there was like a shot he got shot through the window and they don't know who did it but little did they know Hank Pym was inside the, the bullet and he entered his bloodstream and he put like one of the um, the circular disc that he used to use to make things either smaller or bigger onto his heart in this case it was onto his heart so he imploded and then of course he goes after Natasha Romanoff for last and he you know murks her too so this shit is very this, this one this episode was dark compared to the second one I have to admit that that's that's very interesting that Marvel took this direction because you know when I think of dark comic book shit, I think about the other side, DC, not Marvel. Marvel's like very quick to the hip and they just want to like make you laugh here and there. But this one was very, not subtle, but like it was like straight to the point and very dark. Like it's just a tragedy. And then he even like, we even get to see um a little bit of like a, of what was it? Infinity War or Endgame? Yeah, I think Endgame, where we see, like, Nick Fury page Captain Marvel, and she comes in the picture earlier, while he was already trying to defrost Steve, because he was the only one that wasn't touched, was Captain America himself, so, the way it ended, it looks like there's gonna be a continuation, and that we have not seen yet, because we just seen two different alternative realities right we see the first one it's not steve that becomes super soldier we get Peggy carter it's not peter quill that we get starlo we get t'challa and in this one is just the death of the avengers like they don't make it alive in a whole week and it's like who else is left it's just nick fury captain marvel and a frozen captain america because that's it really <laughs> So I'm really curious to what to what to see, and you know I'm keeping this um, review super short because I literally don't have any like no problems towards Marvel. Um, they have this very well scripted, even though it's like kind of like recycled in a way because of the movies. But again, they got their own little twist, and that's pretty cool. So just this one time, since I'm pretty much talking about both episode two and three. I'm going to give a rating for episode 2 and episode 3. As all you listeners know, me being the DRD, a.k.a. Dominican Robert Downey, you already know, I got to be straight up Dominican about it and rate it with my Platano ratings. And that's 1, 2, 3. So 1 being the worst, 2 being mediocre, 3 being fantastic. So episode 2 gets a 2.5 for me, R.I.P., Chadwick Boseman no disrespect to you of course sir you did your thing I just think like that episode went just it went with the flow I didn't see too much excitement on there but it didn't suck either and this third episode shit it gets three platinums because it's just fucking fire it's like a crazy concept idea what if the Avengers die like this is amazing so there you have it guys as, as I promised 30 minutes or less hope you enjoy the show um I'll be seeing you in the next week. Keep on uh, following me on Twitter and Instagram. Um, speaking of Instagram, big, big, big shout out that I reached to a thousand followers. Can a round of applause, please? Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Love y'all. So, 
stay tuned my friends we don't know what we'll be covering next could be a movie it could be a tv show could be a classic could be something new who knows but stay tuned on the next episode of the drd show i'm out of here peace out